Hello, this is Brandon, and I just wanted to take a minute and personally welcome you to the third season of the Is It Really podcast. We have a very exciting schedule planned for you this year and can't wait to hear your feedback. Well, with the addition of Godfellas and Fantasmic last year, we wanted to take a little time to make sure we were giving each show the care and attention it deserves. That being said, we are scaling Is It Really back to one release a month for the time being. This is not forever. This is just for a little bit to get our feet under ourselves again and make sure we are producing a product worthy of your time. I know this may sound cliche, but we would not still be doing this show two and a half years later if it wasn't for your love and support. We value, we treasure your listens, and we just want to make sure we're doing the best we can for you guys. So on behalf of Zach, Mitch, and myself, and from the bottom of our hearts, we want to thank you for everything you've done for us and for your engagement, your participation. It it means the world to us. Now, without further ado, we give you Casino Royale. Is it really? The name's Dupree. Mitch Dupree. I'm Zach Smith Michaels. Shaken, not stirred. Oh, I see. We're all doing James Bond catchphrases. Well, I'm Brandon Sharp and something wildly inappropriate disguised as playful banter. Wow, so we're just getting right into it. Hey, so many innuendos, so little time. Might as well start now. <laughs> and tonight we're discussing Casino Royale and asking James Bond. Smooth Operator or Smooth Criminal? Mitch, why don't you give us the synopsis for Casino Royale? I would love to. Thank you. James Bond, or 007, is an elite spy for the British government. At least, that's how we know him best. But before James was MI6's top operative, he was young, impulsive, and one heck of a card player. Does Bond emerge victorious? Usually. Thanks, Mitch. I appreciate that. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, you know, it feels like we haven't done one of these in a long time, and it's because we haven't. It's been a long time (laughs) since... Since that Star Wars recording back in early December. So how are you guys? It has. How were the holidays? How was how are, how are your families? Anything to report? Anything at all? I had a divine Christmas. There were two Christmas trees and uh to quote Billy Eichner, presents all around me. All right. Boxes underneath. That's what the it's tree. all about. It was it was beautiful. Yeah, and the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But no, it was a uh, yeah, it was it was nice. You know, it's a uh, it's weird because initially, whenever we stopped doing the podcast, I'm always just kind of like, oh, what am I gonna do with all my free time? And then it's like, oh, this is this is so nice. Yeah. But then I start getting back into the okay. When are when are we when are we recording again? <laughs> Man, I'm like I'm gonna get so much sleep. It's gonna be great. <laughs> a little a little break of room. <laughs> Yep. Uh, it never happened. A little give me a break, Kit Kat bar. Yeah, I will say the break was much needed. I feel like we worked pretty hard, you know, and set aside like our real jobs and, you know, our families and everything else we had had going on. It was nice to take a little extended break, but it feels good to be back. I'm excited about the James Bond episode. Uh, I think I feel like it's a good one to kick off 2021, you know, chaos and mayhem everywhere. Let's 
Talk about James Bond. Let's do it. <laughs> Chaos you know who and can mayhem. fix it? The British. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mitchell, Mitchell, uh, Mitchell. Yes, indeedy. Well, to get things started, there have been lots of different actors to play the character of James Bond. Who is your James Bond? And we threw this on Facebook and we got very light response. Where were you? Where, very, where were you guys? Very disappointed in the response we got. I appreciate the people who did. Did so comment. But where we berate our listeners. A little bit. No, just that was you that was like 15, 15 seconds of beratement. Now we're moving on. I think 15 seconds is fine. Was appropriate. <laughs> Matter, you don't like don't hearing know. your name on our show. I love it when I love it when we get a lot of comments. So if you guys want to comment some more, I I wouldn't be upset about it. Thomas Eller left a picture of Idris Elba, who has never played James Bond before, but I know why he left it. I think there's been some chit chat about potentially Idris and maybe playing the James Bond character, but we'll see. So we don't have anything to talk about because it's it. never happened. Yeah, I mean, well, this was before this was before Hobbs and Shaw and Cats. The Napoleon of Crime. (laughs) Which after seeing that, I was just like, you can't let those things change your opinion of. He's also like you just you just drove over him. You ran him over and then you put it in reverse and backed over him. I don't know. I heard him rapping and I was like, ooh, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know James Bond. I think he would still do. I think he would still. <laughs> I think um, he'd be great. Do yeah. a great job. Absolutely. Hannah Furman says, my dad says Sean Connery, but have you seen Daniel Craig with heart eyes? Is Craig the best looking Bond? I feel like it depends on what era you're from. I mean, lots of people find found Sean Connery very attractive, I feel like. I admire your luck. Mr. Bond. James Bond. Yeah, but the bar was lower, right? The bar was lower. (laughs) I saw Daniel Craig getting out of the water in Casino Royale, and I was just like, my word. I want my Bond, that's right. I want my Bond, like a piece of meat, to be displayed in the first 10 minutes of the movie. That's that's what they did. That's what they did. Well, I got a direct message from my good buddy, Jesse Clark, and he's actually a Pierce Brosnan fan. Thank you, mister. The name's Bond. James Bond. Xenia Sergeyevna on the top. Not to get this out there too early, but I'm a Pierce Brosnan fan also. So, I mean, we can have it out later if you want. I can tell we're going to. He said it was up in the air for him. Connery and Brosnan are his two favorites, but uh, I feel like Brosnan, we're not going to hear a whole lot about. That's going to be the dark horse, I think, right? Full disclosure, everyone, right up front. I've only seen Dr. No and the Craig Bond films. Oh my gosh. So I can't speak to <laughs> I can't speak to any other Bond with any So any, should I just <laughs> record this episode by myself? Am I the only Cuz yeah, Mitch you, I, not you, to, you, well I don't want to step in front of Mitch. I watched the Brosnans when I was a kid okay. a long right. time ago. So I don't at least there's now. some yeah. exposure there. I do want to bring up Mitch's answer because this is a goodie. And he left a picture from the GoldenEye Nintendo 64 game, which was the most epic game ever. I mean, it I mean, easily not the to best get, Bond we ever got. Not yeah. to get yeah, not to get too nerdy about this, but I mean, revolutionized first-person shooter. There's just so many good things about the James Bond GoldenEye on Nintendo 64. 
It, maybe that, the best video game ever. Maybe the best thing to happen uh, in humanity ever. Okay, we well, can't we can't measure it. You oh, know, its impact on society and culture in the Western canon. I love a good hyperbole, but I don't. It's, I don't know. You might be right. It's you might be right. It's golden. <laughs> I remember like going to kids' houses who I didn't like to play Goldeneye and N64. Well, like that's how good that game and was. And Goldeneye tournaments we would have. I mean, of course it would be yeah. like, you know, you could only have four four people. You couldn't do those massive like Halo tournaments like, you know, you could you could in the future. But like I really feel like it started that, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zach's Zach's looking at us like I would love to talk about something I know something about. That's all right. Engage with the culture. <laughs> Engage <laughs> with the N- with Nintendo sixty four. Okay, yeah, I'll go it was one. a big, it was a big deal. I love N sixty four. With Casino Royale, we are introduced to this entirely new style of James Bond film. How do you feel about the direction they took the franchise at this point in in the timeline? So, so Casino Royale was my first James Bond movie. I saw it in the theater with my dad. And again, I'd never seen any of the old James Bond movies. But in my head, I remember thinking, like, this is going to be a very, like, slick, sleek like, you know, maybe maybe a little silly, but just very kind of cool movie. And the beginning is just like that bathroom fight, which is like very white knuckle intense. And I, I really doing some research. There was kind of a rhetoric where people were like, do you ever think we'll get another Bond film? And there were a lot of people who were like, well, we have Jason Bourne. Yeah. Like, that's more what we like now. So I don't want to say that Casino Royale feels like reactionary to the Jason Bourne films, but I think they were kind of like, okay, like we can't have this guy showing up in a three piece tux and like being like cutesy and then shooting someone like we're going to have to get a little more ambitious with some of these action sequences. Yeah. Honestly, the Daniel Craig bond is like British born to me. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Mm-hmm. I like it. I like yeah. It. Yeah. I know plenty of people. Yeah. I know some people who actually don't like the Daniel Craig Bond movies at all because they don't feel like it's James Bond. And, you know, I'm I'm really torn because I love both styles so much. I really do. I feel like, unfortunately, though, the Pierce Brosnan films relegated James a James Bond movie to like second class status. And maybe and, you know, to be fair to to Pierce Brosnan in in that era, you know, it it could have been before him and he just it was like an extension of some of those less meaty bond movies maybe he was just like continuing that cycle but i feel like daniel craig's movie gave bond some teeth again and it gave him substance and Mm. it got people back in the theater excited about james bond again i feel like it did a lot of things for the character you know, this is this is post 9-11. We're seeing this like militarized version of James Bond, you know, less spy craft, less gadgets, um, even though there are some of all those things happening. But it, you think about Pierce, you think about Sean, not like great fighters. You know, they're not they're, there's never like these great fight scenes. They're they're more smooth talking. You know, it's more mm-hmm. about the spy craft placing bugs and, you know, backroom conversations. And yes, a lot of womanizing. I feel like there is not this like tactical bond that we see with Daniel Craig. There yeah. was a moment watching Casino Royale when Matt's 
Mickelson, Michelson, however you say it, Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter, yeah. um, my man, yeah. had the rope with like the giant uh, sledgehammer and was <sighs> was torturing poor Daniel Craig, and and I thought <laughs> <laughs> to myself, what am I watching right? Like, is this is, like it's so far removed from like uh, Pierce Brosnan yeah. from Hello uh, uh, from Mamma Mia fame. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, purring in someone's ear. I felt like I was watching Torch. Oh, you, you were watching Torture, so they're very different yeah. in tone. They're very different in tone. Now, now something that I, I read because looking into this, apparently there's like there is a pretty vocal group of people who say that Craig is not Bond, and the complaint is that Bond has no charm. What do you guys think? That Daniel that. Craig's Bond has no charm? Yeah, that Craig has no charm. Yeah, but with a body like that, you know? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You don't need to um, have a personality. I, so I feel like that would be a good argument. I think there is a case to be made there. Yeah. And I think they they try to do a little bit of that with in Casino Royale. Like he tries to dabble in the the Pierce Brosnan style Bond character. You know, and I and that's why I feel mm. like Casino Royale is a is a transition like Skyfall is Daniel Craig's character untethered like that to me is the best yeah. it gets, yeah. I think. Um, so Casino Royale seems like a stepping stone. So we get we get some innuendo, we get some flirting, we get, you know, we get some of that smooth, you know, banter. It feels smooth unnatural to operator. me because because mm-hmm. I'm more familiar with <laughs> with him in Skyfall. But I would agree. The charm, it's it's much he's he's all business. He's very, you know, on mission, on point. I would agree. I would agree with that argument. I think there's definitely a case to be made there. I felt like I was watching Tony Stark in Casino Royale with all the quips Craig was throwing I mean, out there. I'm like, I'm sorry, that last ten almost killed me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 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 he laughed like the that. one the one <laughs> bit when he comes back and he's like oh he changed shirt and he's like yeah but i won't i consider myself to be in trouble until maybe i start weeping blood like it's so long yes. to get to the, yeah. the comeback i'm like yeah. what are you doing yeah <laughs> there, get to it there is there is some clunky dialogue and, I, and I, I don't know what i chalk this up to and keep in mind casino royale is one of my favorite bond movies i think it's I, it is my favorite I th- bond movie. yeah I'm i think fun of it, i think it's, it's my great favorite bond movie. But I don't feel like Craig has really figured out who, like what kind of character he wants to be. He's still figuring it out. Um, There is a line when M is saying, you know, you have to stay emotionally detached, but I don't think that's your problem. Is it bond? He's like, no. And I was like, that's about as wooden as you could have like, honestly, it was, (laughs) it was terrible. It was terrible. You're trying to sell the fact that you're emotionally detached with a single no, I don't know. Like it, it just, right. I bumped on it. He's still, he's still figuring it out. I still love the movie, but I think, um, yeah, I right. think he gets better as, you know, like with each additional movie. I agree. Yeah. Do you feel like we gravitate more towards the silly over the top adaptations or do, do we want more gritty militarized bond? You mean moving forward? Because I think like, that's I what can't I can't mean. imagine going back to a, P- a Pierce Brosnan version now. That would feel ridiculous in in this world. You know what I mean? Can you think of any mm-hmm. silly like like action like bon- like spy movies with like a you know that kind of playful 
I can't. I mean, it's all Kingsman. I don't, oh, I don't actually, know. yeah, like, you're that, right. Kingsman, maybe, yeah. the man uh, from Uncle, uh, is kind yeah. of playful, I guess. You know. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Actually, maybe it is supposed. I don't to be know. Like, but I, I do kind of agree with what you're saying, though. Yeah. But I I'll agree. tell you what, I do love. I don't like Kingsman that much, but I do love the yeah. main fancy Te- older Kingsman dude who dies. Colin, Colin Firth, Firth. Is great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's very he's so good. good. Yeah. So he's very good. Give yeah. me a bond like that. Hey, he's British. Have him be Bond. Just thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want Taron Egerton to play nope. Bond, so it'll be a musical. That's all I've ever Goodness wanted. Gracious. I would watch these movies if they were musicals. So, are you guys ready to wade in a little bit? Are you guys? I'd do you want to? We need to. Wait. We need to talk about. I've got my water wings on, and I'm okay. ready to jump in. We're gonna get neck deep in this. My my dad was like, "I can't <laughs> wait to hear what Mitch is gonna say about." This. So the James hey. Bond movies <laughs> have been criticized over the years for their overuse of the femme fatale trope, and for their general treatment of women. It's also pretty well known that James Bond is a womanizer bordering on downright creepy. Uh, help me navigate this train a little bit. Have we seen any improvements with the Daniel Craig installations? Where do you feel like the franchise is now with some of these issues? Well, I'm, I'm not as familiar with the older stuff, so I don't know where the bar is. But when James takes in Casino Royale, someone who's just seen a murder and is clearly in shock and then starts sucking her fingers to make her calm down. I'm like, maybe this isn't a good man. Uh, so maybe he's, he's not a hero after all, huh? My, okay. So the movie, the movie opens up on this kind of like young, hot headed James, you know, he's just gotten double O status. And I feel like the best example is the one banker's wife that he meets at the club. Yeah. I think that's the best. She feels like a bond girl of old to me. You know, she's, she's attached. She's, I mean, apparently women are so ready to cheat on their husbands and, you know, one, one drink as if, as if that's okay. You know, like as if that wouldn't be crossing the line Mm -hmm. alone, you know, there's just some things about that scene that feel old like old bond to me the character of vespa does not feel like a typical bond girl to me she she feels like the exception like okay we're actually approaching this in a semi gentlemanly way like there there is something better about her character than Bond girls, kind of in general. I agree Until with what James you're saying. Goes, you don't mind if I suck on your fingers for a few seconds? <laughs> Can I retort I think, with a scene? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need you looking fabulous tonight. I need out all the people at the table. Well, okay. At your, at your neckline. Me, the, yeah. <laughs> so I can win at cards. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That is. Not great. I want to point out, though, that that trope is used three times, three times in the movie and three different women, three different times and during card games. And not that there's a good version of the, of that being used, but at least like he is using he is. But <laughs> here I go. Here I go right underwater. But anyway, I feel like he used 
this to make himself appear confused or like distracted as opposed to like putting his partner on display for everyone else. It was used in a different way and it was like just enough different to me. Like it, it felt better. I don't know. Still not great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Look, yeah, I agree. I know that I'm not your typical man, but that whole (laughs) plot of you're going to come in and they're going to look at you and they're going to be so distracted that they're going to play cards poorly. I was like, I don't, I don't think that would work on me. It's fifty million dollars they're playing yeah, for. By I, don't, the way. I don't think I'd be like, oh wow, that lady looks nice. Oh, oh no, what happened? I no. dropped my cards. <laughs> I mean, it's not. I no, will say no, it's not an uncommon tactic, but. I yeah, agree. Sure. She, sure. she is sure. being put on display here. I'm kind of curious to see what you both say to this. I think back to like our Twilight episode where we kind of said like, you know what you're getting into when you watch one of these movies. Sure. And I feel like with the James Bond movies, like you go in knowing that there is going to be some womanizing and that there's going to be some icky elements. And, and my thing there is kind of like, I feel like if that's something that makes you uncomfortable, like you don't have to watch again. Like I don't think James Bond has to be for everybody. So I think, you know, if if you're in the audience that wants to watch something like that, which like personally, I don't like, that's not my favorite thing, but I I do. I don't want to say it comes with the territory, but like, those are kind of the tropes of the James Bond film. So I think that, you know, while, you know, it's an important discussion to have about, you know, the way that we, treat these characters i think at the same time like there's also the option to not sure and coming off of die another day casino royale feels downright feminist honestly like (laughs) (laughs) i mean so like just just to comment just to comment on how bad is die another day like i would say it's like james bond is at its worst without being like super sharp on everything that happens in some of the Sean Connery, Roger Moore films. I would say it's at its worst in die another day. The innuendo and banter is terrible. And maybe, maybe that's why I feel like it's at its worst is because it's just like, Oh, you guys aren't even trying like, this is just stupid. You know, it's not funny. It's not cute. Mm -hmm. It's just bad and ham handed. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Casino Royale makes a lot of good strides and i would say mm-hmm. downright <laughs> feminist <laughs> what i say well here's here's my last thing i think the actress who plays is it vespa or vesper it's it's vespa it's, is it's, a bike it's I, spelled vesper but it's Ava vespa. green yeah that's okay so the the actress um, Ava green a, Ava green yes thank you she does a great job mm-hmm. um i agree but again i don't like the character like the the whole arc is her character exists so we can see why James is emotionally cut off. Like, that's what it, the whole point, right? Like, it's like, this is why he's so distant because he was hurt. She's just, she's just fodder for his backstory, uh, which, yeah, in writing, yeah. not awesome. Okay. Yeah, not I, awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, she is the one that got away. She was like the original, the one he actually cared about, the only one he actually loved. That's all true. Yeah. I would agree with you on that. Don't they explain away her actions too? Like she was like being blackmailed or something like that. They try to do it in, I don't know if it happens in this one or like in the, in the beginning of quantum of solace, but yes, they do. They have, I get that that's trying to give her moral redemption, but what it does is take away autonomy. It's like, 
nothing she did was her own choice. Sure, you know? yeah. Like, let her be bad if she's going to be bad. Uh, yeah, it's it's odd. I don't know. Yeah, quantum of sauce. But I, I agree with you. It's, it, it doesn't seem that bad. I mean, compared to the other ones. And I feel like right. it gets better and better. Like, as the, the Craig movies go on we see adele sing skyfall so i mean <laughs> <laughs> and, and again like when, when i'm saying like you don't have to watch i'm saying you know like i like that they're taking strides to be more thoughtful in the way that they're you know telling stories and things like that but i think at the same time like when we're, you're, we're going and watching these older films like you just need to know like this this is yeah. what you're going to see. And also you can choose, you can choose to not sure. support that. Right. Well, there's no way we could have talked about James Bond without bringing up some of these criticisms, but I think it would be good to end this episode on a positive note. While the popularity of these films ebbs and flows with each new adaptation, James Bond has been on the big screen since 1962. I mean, say what you want. You know, they've been making James Bond films for a long time. People love these movies. Why do you think that is? I think there's something there's lots of spy stuff out there. James Bond is not the only game in town there, but there is something I think a quote from the West Wing where CJ's like, as far as we go and like counterintelligence and stuff like that, at the end of the day, there's always going to be someone who needs to walk up to someone with a gun and pull the trigger. And I, I do think that is an interesting thing to see. I'm not saying like violence is, is what draws me, but like. Boots on the ground. Boots on the ground isn't the expression I wanted because that sounds like soldiers. But, you know, someone uh, in a crowd walking up uh, and, you know, uh, sneaking up on the bad guy. Uh, I think that's an interesting thing in general. So uh, I don't know specifically Bond yet in this moment, but I think spy stuff is going to be around for a bit. And if you th if you think about it, James Bond inhabited the depth and breadth of our view on spies. Like it was it was everything yeah. we thought of, everything we knew when we thought of spies. Unless you were like a big Robert Ludlum fan and you were reading his novels, James Bond was what you thought of. You know, he was pretty much the only game in town as far as film goes. I mean. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that feels right to me. We got Jason Bourne later, but up until then, it was like it was mm, Austin Powers, was, <laughs> which good, good <laughs> example. English. Austin Powers is is a caricature of James Bond. So, I mean, like even even yeah. that comes from how we see James Bond. I feel like James Bond is cool. He represents a lot of cool things um, without being you know, without getting too broy here, I mean, sports cars, private poker rooms, guns, martinis. I mean, this is like, this is an adrenaline rush. James Bond has yeah. always been gadgets. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yes, lots of pretty women, but to me, the movies have a lot going for them. There's a lot more than those large stains on, on some of these installations. It went down smooth. Flipping cars, uh, the beautiful locations, yeah. right? Yeah. Like seeing zipping around the world. Uh, there's an exoticness to the James Bond movies, right? You're like, oh gosh, wow, I'm gonna go to, you know, Vienna or whatever to, <laughs> to uh, have a secret meeting at a coffee shop. That sounds fun. Yeah. I would say like Daniel Craig is the first James Bond that I, I feel like 
existed while I was of the age to watch them. You know, the Pierce Brosnan films, I got a big James Bond kick for a while. And, you know, I, I went back and I would watch the Sean Connery's and, you know, some of the Roger Moore's. And I went, you know, and I went through the, the Pierce Brosnan movies and they just feel very fake and very silly. I don't dislike them. I still think there is a there's a place for them. Like there there's more of a Sean Connery feel to them than the Daniel Craig movies. Like it's almost like the new Sean Connery era to me. Uh Daniel Craig puts a kind of a a period on that, buries that kind of style of James Bond. But I feel like it does vibe more with the the smooth talking spy um, that a lot of people grew up with. I, th- I think mm. they're good in their own way, but the Daniel Craig movies really feel like something I'm more invested in. I'm kind of conflicted because thinking about, you know, and not to be a wet blanket here, but everything you were saying, Brandon, like the martinis, the sports cars that like I get the appeal just for me. Those aren't my favorite kind of movies and my favorite kind of stories, which is why I think I haven't really gravitated towards Bond. Like even the Craig movies, I've only seen like uh, Casino Royale, Quantum and and Skyfall. And I think I started Spectre and just like Mm -hmm. couldn't get into it. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so and I and I watched Dr. No and I was just like, OK, like I can see, you know, if you're you know, if you can I can see how people would be like James Bond is really cool. Like it's super cool that he gets like tortured and just kind of brushes it off and then goes on to the next thing. Like I get it. It's all very cool. So on the one hand, I'm kind of like this isn't for me and that's OK. But on the other hand. After watching Dr. No, even though I didn't really like it, I was like, well, I'm kind of like interested now to see like, how do other people play it? You know, how does, how is Dalton Mm going to do it? How is, you know, I'm kind of like intrigued by the Brosnan. So there is a level where I kind of want to go like exploring into, in the different eras of Bond. And, And like, I think as a film fan, there's something very intriguing about here's this character who, like you said, has been around since. 1962 and has been like the staple of the spy genre and part of me is like i i want to see how that's evolved into like Mm -hmm. daniel craig i don't want to go shakespeare match here no please i mean if you think if you think about when bond was like becoming popular right like it was as we were we were becoming more globally connected right and I, I, right. I think the nature of these movies is going to have to change. Um, like, like I was thinking, like, what do I like about Bond? Honestly, it's the geopolitical intrigue. Like, I love stories about, like, rogue government and how, like, terror networks are thwarted by intelligence agencies. I love that kind of stuff. And it's not just spy movies that deal with that kind of stuff. There's, like, real deal shows like Narcos and stuff that talk about, like, real life events that mirror that kind of thing. But I think... They become more fraught in the Brosnan era, right? Like the villains, like the the whole like villain thing, like it was much easier back in the day, right? Like these are clearly the the bad, you know, people in the world. Like even watching it this time, I was like, I don't know. It just felt a little bit, maybe not super racially sensitive where it's like the evil Africans hmm, and stuff like sure. that. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So like, I think they're just going to have to maybe like watch that. And I think we're seeing some movies right now that are trying to adapt to that. Like I, they're doing a new movie that's all about like hacking. I saw with like 
they're hacking spies and it's a all women team. It does not look good to me because it's I think step. I think they're trying to, you know, adapt to like, all right, well, what would, you know, you know, spy right. craft look like in this time period? Um, again, I think I'm just drawn to the bond though, because it's it does have to be a racing car and it does have to be uh, someone on the ground and, you know, like diffusing a bomb like that is always going to be more interesting to watch. So I don't know how they continue moving forward, but um, I always will have a soft spot for the. Bonds. It's funny how Americans are actually portrayed in these movies and just just kind of like. <laughs> Oh man, how y'all doing? Basically, y'all basically yeah. all versions of the Duke. Yeah. And and it's whatever, but it's funny that James Bond is so popular in the United States, just kind of based on how they make Americans look. I don't know. Like I think Americans we think love British, British people, people are fancy. Yeah. I think Americans yeah. think think of ourselves as big dumb idiots, <laughs> and I think we think of the Brits. Yeah, like you—that's mm-hmm. the whole appeal cousins. of Downton Abbey. It's like look at these fancy British people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fellas, anything else to say about the James Bond movies before we put a bow on this episode? They're so fun, y'all. I mean, if you don't really look at it too close, have fun. It's like the new Craig ones. There are helicopters going upside down uh, and he's wearing very cool suits uh, and there's twists and turns. I mean, I, I feel like we were, you know, kind of praising some of those virtues when we were talking about Mission Impossible. It's got the production value yeah. there. It's just maybe not as interesting, maybe like from a cinematography perspective and some of the things Cruz does behind the camera right. on those movies, the way his influence is there. But I think it's an iconic character. I think it's fast paced. I love the Bond movies. I think they're a lot of fun. And if you can go in with that perspective and this is your cup of tea, I think you're going to have yeah. fun. I'm going to say two things that have nothing to do with Casino Royale, but two things that I love in the Daniel Craig, James Bond movies. One, Ben Wishaw as Q. Yes. I love him. He's great. And two, Roger Deakins cinematography in Skyfall is absolutely incredible. So if for no other reason, check out these movies, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the Sean Connery era was very iconic. Like there are lines and actions and scenes that have made its way through our culture. There have, there, there would be things that, you know, were said and done in some of those early movies like Goldfinger, like Dr. No, like from Russia with love that you would recognize. Even if you hadn't seen those films, you would know some of these lines, the shake and not stir stuff that it all started back with Sean Connery. So I feel like Sean Connery was more of the iconic James Bond. And it really feels like it lost its way, you know, kind of after his era, even with, with Pierce Brosnan, I feel like Daniel Craig ushered in James Bond for the modern era. I really enjoy this character. Definitely some problematic things, you know, definitely some things we could point to, but overall I think they're a fun time and, and worth watching. Cut everything I said before. Here's what it is. James Bond is mission impossible's cool older uncle Mm. problematic yes very cool 
for our episode on James Bond and Casino Royale, the first of the Daniel Craig 007 adaptations. If anything in particular stuck out during this episode that you would like to chat with us about, please don't hesitate to get in contact with us. We always enjoy a good movie-related conversation. We can be found at Real Boys Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We've also been trying to run some of our episode questions past you guys to see what you have to say. All that plus a deeper dive into our episode topics happens in our private Facebook group, The Real Lounge. If that sounds like something you'd like to be a part of, ask us about it. We'd love to have you. Don't forget, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we will see you in February with our episode on the Nicholas Sparks Tour de Force, The Notebook. This is actually going to be a first-time watch-through for a couple of us, so it should be fun and just in time for Valentine's Day. We'll see you then. Thank you.